Rolling and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew. This is This Week with Drew for Thursday, November uh, 19th, 2020. On today's episode, I'm going to do some stand-up bits that I got lo- loaded up in the in the fucking... Loaded up in the package. And you know I ain't got no fucking stackage. And I rhyme package with stackage, even though stackage ain't really a word. Even though, well, you could stackage your dough. <laughs> like, yo, what are you doing? I'm on my stackage. My stackage of the doughage. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, November 19th, 2020. November 19th, 2020. Almost over. What's going on? What's going on? How are you? You guys fucking, you guys fucking good? You coming around and singing a little funny song for me to sing my little funny song for me. Oh, yes. How you doing? I hope you're having a good week, man. This fucking... How you feeling, man? Still holding up, bro? Life is just a, this cycle. Just the cycle of life. The cycle of life. It keeps rolling. That's not the melody. In the circle. Circle. Of life. Who is that? Elton John? Is Elton John singing the circle of life? Buddy, the Lion King has a fucking major soundtrack to that. Yo, you know the Lion King is just Hamlet, bro? <laughs> I bet you didn't know that. Or, or is it? Yeah, no, it's fucking Hamlet, bro. The Lion King is just Hamlet, man. And fucking... What's the Lion King's name? What the fuck is the lion's name in the Lion King? Mufasa... No, Mufasa, what the fuck, there's Scar, and Timon, and Pumbaa, and Nala, what's the main lion's name in the Lion King, holy fuck, this is Simba, (laughs) oh man, you guys were probably going nuts, they're like, how the fuck does he not know it's Simba, yo, but Simba is Hamlet, is that right, Uh, let me just make sure it's not the other one, I don't say the Scottish play ever once, the last time I said the Scottish play, bro, I was in a theater in Seattle. This is funny. Okay, I'll tell this story, and then we'll get into if I was right about Hamlet. Um, so four years ago, this this week, four years ago, I was in the semifinals of the Seattle International Comedy Contest. So it's a it's a month long contest, and the first two weeks are the quarterfinals. The last week is or the third week is the semifinals, and the last week is the finals. And it's five or six shows each week. Um, so I did the first week. And I came in second place out of the five nights that I performed. I won two out of the not a five shows. So it guaranteed me once I won the second one, nothing could change my score. I was going to the semis. So then I'm in the semis and the first night. It's like, okay, let's go. Now we're in the semis. Top 10 comics. I come in second place and I'm like, I beat Mace Galoni, who is one of the best comics in this country in Canada. And uh, shout out Mace. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's probably going to be the only time I ever be Mace in a comedy contest. And I came in second to Preacher Lawson, who eventually won the fucking contest and is now on like a sitcom on NBC and was on AGT and just blew the fuck up like three months after <laughs> he won Seattle. So, uh, <laughs> which is like, hmm. Uh, <laughs> so the first night I'm like, hey, fucking hey, yo, I got a pretty good shot at this. And then the second night, we're in the basement of this theater, and we're just talking about blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember why I said it, but I said the name of the Scottish play, which if you're an actor, you know is like a bad... It's a, it's a play that starts with M, um, and it's a Scottish play. 
and and it, all the characters die. So it's a very there's a there's a lot of connotation associated with just saying that name because there, it's like bad luck superstition. The Scottish play, man. If you're a theater actor, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I said the name of the Scottish play in the basement of this theater that I was performing in the second night. And it came out of me and I was like, <gasps> and I spun around three times. I spit. I swore. Um, I, like I did all the stuff that you're like supposed to do if you say it. And um, and. I was like, oh, my God. And then everyone was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And there was no theater actors there that could sympathize with me. And so sure enough, I go up that night and I absolutely eat shit. And I came in last place. The first time I've ever come in last place in my entire life in a comedy contest. Last place. And I was like, oh, my God. And everyone was like, wow, like, what happened? I was like, I, I said it. And then... For the rest of the thing, I was like, it, it, it was on me, bro. The stink of it was on me that I had the, and these are all theater shows now. The whole last run is all theater shows. And it was like they knew that I had the audacity to say it. Because the night after that, I came in eighth. And then the night after that, I came in like fifth. And then finally, the last night, I think I cracked the top five. Like I, I or, or no, I might have, yeah, I finally cracked the top five on my last night. But the, the, the bottom ranking performances from the middle three nights just sunk me. There was no way I was going to make it to the finals until I finally, like, it was the last night of the show. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to let this stank me out anymore. And everyone was turned up. And it was at the, it was at the, Oh no, the last night of the show was at the Underground. It was at that legendary Seattle Comedy Club and I was like, "Okay," and I just turned it up. But it, they gave us 11 minutes, but I I just did the minimum of 8 because I'm like I'm just going to drop spit hot fire. But I swore too much and I was in the end and I was so high energy that I didn't give him enough gas. I just gave him fourth and fifth gear, which is good in a hot but it needed some levels for for the judges. I just was going for straight Merc sesh. It wasn't like any form or substance. It was like uh, like guitar soloists who are just like, hey, I'm, I was like, I'm just going to go up and shred at like 64th note, like dotted 64th notes. <laughs> you know, like, duh! like I just thought, I'm like, yeah, I just got to do But I should have gave him the fucking... Samba Pati, man. You know, Samba Party by uh, Carlos Santana. So, uh, yeah, so I said the M word, and then that was the stank um, that happened to me at the Seattle International Comedy Contest. So, uh, yeah, okay, let's see what Hamlet's about now. Hamlet is the Prince of Denmark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ophelia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son of the recently deceased king and the nephew of King Claudius is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Cla I was right. Yeah, Hamlet is just... Like, the Lion King is just Hamlet. Simba is Hamlet. And fucking King Claudius is Scar, bro. And Ophelia is is uh, Nala. Right? Her There's Horatio. Yo, it's just fucking... Lion King is just Hamlet, bro. That's awesome that they're just like, let's just do Hamlet but with lions. Shakespeare is the fucking best writer, man, who ever lived. There's a, I, I'm part of the conspiracy theory that Shakespeare wasn't one dude and Shakespeare was just a collective of people. Because <laughs> he died on the same day that he was born. Born? He died on the same day that he was born. He died on his born day, <laughs> as Ricky from Trailer Park Boys would say. 
Um, I don't know, man. How does one fucking guy <laughs> write that well and come up with these, like, essentially the the next 500 years of storytelling would be based off these, like, like 40 different stories that this guy wrote and just different iterations of those stories. And, like, the words that this guy, we didn't have eyeball. Shakespeare invented eyeball. What did we say before that? <laughs> what the fuck were these called? Your eyeballs? What? what? <laughs> he invented so many words. Um, what the fuck am I talking about Shakespeare for? <laughs> this is a good time to do an advertisement. Uh, okay, so today's episode is sponsored by doorstepwellness.ca. So right now, yo, if there was a problem with the promo code, so if you didn't, if you tried it last week, it wasn't working, go to doorstepwellness.ca. Um, and if you use the promo code Drew, you get 10% off your order at checkout and a free eighth and a free gram of hash. Okay. So we're talking 10% off your order and doorstep wellness, primo fucking dope, bro. I've been, I recommend the meat breath. I recommend the fucking, what the fuck else? The death Bubba has been, look, I only got a tiny little micro nug of that left. Um, um, the Girl Scout cookies was dope, man, but the meat breath was fire. So uh, go to doorstepwellness.ca. You got to upload your ID just so they know you're not a narc, but you know, whatever. And uh, and then, yeah, use the promo code Drew for 10% off at checkout and and you'll get a free eighth and a free gram of hash, bro. And so hit him up. <laughs> go to doorstepwellness.ca because the more dope that you buy from them, the better it is for the show. And we can continue on, uh, you know, offering you guys cool free free weed and stuff. Like, come on. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's change it up now. What are we going to do? We're going to do... Oh, yeah. We wanted to do stand-up bits. We got a fucking... Uh, how the fuck am I going to play this? Uh, let's do a jazz organ. We got the stand-up comedy... Oh. Oh yeah, we got the no 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 stand up comedy bits for Drew to tell you. Okay, whatever, that's dumb. Um, where's my phone? Okay, stand up comedy bits. You ever notice that you can't find your phone when you're looking for it? Um, <coughs> I feel bad for baby boomers because baby boomers were raised by like our parents. Uh, if you're my age, baby boomers, I just feel bad for them, man, because they were they their world view, like what they were taught is like, okay, so they're a generation of people that were raised by people who were prescribing cigarettes as a health as as a health product like this is the people who raised them <laughs> where doctors were prescribing cigarettes to women to relax like this was the the people this was the people who raised them was was like i feel so bad for them they have no and they would like go to school and they would experience corporal punishment you know like especially like my parents went to uh, a Catholic school, so they were taught by nuns. So what the fuck? Like they're already like re you're receiving this religious indoctrination, and then they were taught by nuns who were allowed to administer corporal punishment. So they would go to school and get beat at school. The nun would tell you to hold out your knuckles, and they would wrap wrap you over the finger with like uh, like over your hand with a fucking like piece of like a ruler or some shit. And they would go to school. And these people were smoking in the school. Everyone was smoking around them. 
and they were prescribing cigarettes and, and they were being, being beat by adults. They would go to school and just get physically assaulted by the adults at the school who didn't know anything about science or, or, <laughs> or reason or logic because they're nuns. <laughs> and then, and then they would fucking, and then they would go, and then they grow up, and then they are in this economy in the eighties that's just like fucking wild and free, and just like, just like all no holds barred, just like b- gross unfettered capitalism, and and like they were able to like turn the banking system into this hyper profitable industry by packaging and repackaging and reselling like debt and and creating these sort of structures. To just make money out of nothing, essentially, out of just transactions for the sake of transactions, um, and and then just the the environmental like impact, like they just made all this stuff out of plastic and just fucking, and they were told like they were sold this like promise of just like. Uh, you know uh, of of their like mutual funds like they put all their money into these like high fee like banking structures to like keep the dick in their ass their bank and they signed mortgages on it like 20 percent and just like i just feel bad for them (laughs) like they didn't have they don't have access they didn't have the same access growing up to like technology and therefore like educational resources like i feel like the the average 12 year old is probably much more scientifically critically minded than than anybody who is a baby boomer just based on the fact that they're on the internet all day and they have to they have to filter out all this fucking shit and also generally speaking um a- apart from these like conser- conservative bubbles generally speaking the internet does tend to lead towards like you know the the greater good of people like there is a obviously I'm like i need to sound fucked up saying this but i do feel like like there the, you can your perspective can be shifted for the po- it, it it will be pers- uh, shifted by the internet but i think if you grow up on the internet you have a less of a chance of becoming a crazy right wing person because you're on the fucking internet and it's wild out there bro and there's no like if you've seen the shit that i've seen you know what i mean like iphone kids like <laughs> like there's no way how are they going to be conservative it, like if they <laughs> if they've just been like ah I don't want to bring up examples of like the horrible things on the internet that they 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 would have been subjected to but I don't think there's any way that you could be religious <laughs> in any way if you grew up with a fucking iPhone in your pocket if you grew up with that how the fuck could you believe in a god if you've been on Pornhub since you were eleven. <laughs> That's not fucking happening. Oh, man. Um, Okay, well, there's a bit, I guess. Okay, whatever. Fuck it. We're at 15. I did the sponsorship already. Let's just shut her the fuck down. Let's make try to make a funny face for the thumbnail. Let's go. Ooh, what about, like, what if I was just like, uh, <laughs> okay, that's good enough. <laughs> uh, 
All right, fuck. That's that's a complete waste of your time for the people that are just listening to the podcast as I'm making faces at the camera for no reason. Go visit doorstepwellness.ca. Thank you to all my Patreons. Hello, Taryn and Colette and Andre and Bubba and Marnus and Brees and... Oh, and uh, Nick and Mac and uh, and Joel and fucking everybody, man. I love you guys. Um, Now I'll put the music. Yeah. Well, I drank all my beer and I smoked all my dope. I don't know what it's looking like, but tonight he's got no hope. I want some drugs, I want some hash, I want some mushrooms, I want some ass. I'm an insatiable little horny boy. (laughs) Who's a horny boy?